3D6 down the line. That was Love fun, it. man. It's it's it so fun. different than Ardenville, though, boy. Like I'm having <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to reintroduce the whimsy it. into your life, baby. <laughs> I could use a little whimsy. I know. Uh, this is the guy who uh, immediately started smashing cats with a hammer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they they were asking for it, right? They were. Oh. They were <laughs> I, I I tried to whimsically eat something. All right, and I have a six intelligence. I don't know. I don't, uh, know what true. Everyone, true. I don't know what everyone's griping about. Do you want to just play the same character every time? Is that, is that what you want from me, Ted? Wow. That'll learn you. No. <laughs> I, I gotta like say, I really, enjoy the, I really enjoy the character generation in this game because there's just so many fun choices there. Although, in no circumstances should Matt ever be given a character that talks slowly. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. <laughs> You're just going to listen to me it. at 1.5. I, 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 did, I did very much enjoy it, but it is funny. <laughs> Within the context of doing like a smaller module, uh, uh, slow talk is definitely a contrarian thing to roll. Um, yeah. uh, but no, I mean, we've... Uh, I mean, God, I've waxed on endlessly to you guys about this, but we were even talking about this morning just in terms of rolling randomly about characters. It's like my favorite thing to do. Um, not exclusive to Dolman Wood, uh, but uh, I don't know. Did you guys have fun? I mean, I, before I like soapbox about it, did you enjoy it? Did you feel like it was uh, spontaneous yeah. and exciting to do? I love it, man. There's so many great hooks in those random tables on the characters. Just yes. like great hooks. And, and I think... I didn't experience all the ones for the human. I my, I rolled up like a, a backup character that was an elf and <clears throat> all the charts on there. It just feels so like um, folklore. It just feels so folklore <laughs> and it's great. It's like, it feels like something like Neil Gaiman or, you know, um, oh, yeah. Dr. Strange and Mr. Norrell or, you know, like, just, yeah. I, really I definitely get it. the legend reference that I think, I think yeah. um, mentioned as well. But yeah, no, of course. I mean, what, what you're what you're experiencing, right? Like, let's suppose though though he hasn't. There's no like lore writing at all in the game proper in the book proper. If all you had is those tables, and the the specifics of each table was contextual to your kindred, it would it would it would evoke such a specific world out of the gate. And this is what I love amongst many other things yeah. about about randomization that it that that it that it does the storytelling. It primes you immediately to the yeah. tone of the world, to the sort of like parameters of, of who your like character might be, so the pathos they might bring into that, et cetera, et cetera, how they might respond to the world. And also just like just fun, fun stuff, right? Like yeah. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. you immediately look at these charts and you're like, Oh, I, I that's a that's definitely a guy that yeah. I want to play. Right. Right. Like yeah, yeah. You just ran roll randomly through it. Like it's not just that they're like, you know, interesting and kind of cool, but the the, the quirks are are good ones in terms that you can like, you know, get in yeah. there and do yes. stuff with them. Right. Yes. Yeah. And I think like fallibility is maybe that's not the word I'm looking for, but like we talk about like playing mooks a lot in, in OSR and like the fun of playing a mook instead of a heroic character. But I also think like the tendency within a system where you are fully authoring your character, which isn't a bad thing, right? I'm not criticizing that per se, but like, is to be additive in the way that you describe your character. It's very, it's very 
uncommon, in other words, for people to describe themselves in flawed ways, right? Or if they do, mm -hmm. it's kind of like a couched flaw. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm brooding though, right? To be like pockmarked or to be just like yeah. hideous or whether it be physical or intellectual or, or, or your speech pattern. Like mine's circuitous. Yours is like slow and droning. Like whether you as a player take that up and like move through the campaign with it or not, it is so um, useful to you as a springboard, not just in its specificity, but in a um, in, the, in the sense that it like um, inspires. It is not to, no, not just yes yes absolutely but also that it like um, disabuses oh, wow. yourself you you have the ego of it in a little bit right like oh, and I, I think what's really important at the beginning of like any role playing game especially if you're a newbie but even if you're not is that everyone is sort of at an equal playing field and is sort of like brought into it together in a way that's unpretentious that's maybe a little comedic at times right without oh. being too camp. And like what that does is it psychologically primes you for creativity, period. Like you are already in a place where you're like, this is play. And like play is going to be creative. And I don't have to be an expert. I don't have to be like Mr. Smart. I don't have to be Mr. You know, like expert writer, et cetera, et cetera. I don't have the mm -hmm. best character. That, that, that like edge is taken away from it in a way that even if it isn't specific to your character, I'm soapboxing obviously, but I, I think it's really conducive to just like the emotional starting point that a party can be at right um i don't, I don't, I don't know how i'm going to play a subtly threatening childlike character <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh the never-ending story is, is can, all you need <laughs> i can think well, no, of some things that such a character might say but i'm not sure i can say them with a straight face on camera <laughs> well sometimes like the uh, no good no uh, that, go ahead uh, nothing I'm, I'm done well, I, one of the things that didn't say anything. Like one of the things that that's that is neat about this system is that, you know, it it is uh, very precarious for all of these people, right? Like we are deathly afraid of spoons. <laughs> like literally, I'm, spoons can kill us. Spoons yep. almost kill Ted. Spoons will kill wow. me if I if I if I if I roll poorly or if they roll well as I cross that kitchen. Right. Yeah. So so it's interesting that, you know, with this random character generation, you both get you don't have to worry about your special you know character because you've got a zillion random special characters. Right. Like it, mm -hmm. it kind of primes mm -hmm. the pump with all of these great guys that are just kind of in line waiting for you to roll them up and they're all going to be wacky and cool it, it, it almost kind of puts you in a place where you're so curious about what the next thing is going to be that you roll up that it lessens the blow quite a bit if you do lose <laughs> one of these guys right yeah, it's not somebody level, that anyway. you it's not somebody that you invested all this backstory in or whatever you just roll yeah. some numbers and you got a really cool guy but there's well, some really cool guys waiting to come up kind of riffing off of what david said like left up to my own defenses and playing like a different system. Right. I have a type. My characters are all like the serious guy and not miss, you know, like they're, they're like this, you know, and, and here you come into Dolman. And it's like, I have a misshapen head. I have a narrow face. I have a miserly demeanor. It's like so many hooks to get out of your yeah. comfort level of playing John wick every single time. And, and then just being something that's like, I can just lean into the fact that I am a, a pathetically weak friar that's just like, eek, you know, like, <laughs> when, when, 
balloons are flying by, and that's okay, and that's fun. It's it's the whimsy of it, and I think that's what I love about Dolmenwood so much. I I like the the just the fact that like we came into a room full of caterpillars that we're eating, and just by speaking to them, you know, they start to purr. And the manticore comes over the, the the banister, and the first thing he's not saying is, "I will now eat you." It's like you know, hey, what are you doing in my house? You should behave yourselves. Like he that. A waistcoat. <laughs> he's got a waistcoat on. I like the. I mean, it's kind of an OSE, you know, OSR thing anyway, right? To like, we don't solve every. Sorry, David, we don't solve every problem with the mace. We talk our way through. We think our way through. And we come into this room, and there's this. <laughs> I've <Wow>. killed Mike. <laughs> There's this setting in front of us, because and this isn't a rules thing. This is like a design of the adventures and, and you know using the adventure setup to kind of maintain that lore and whimsy and the mushrooms and mosslings and things. And you've got setups where they really are, uh, you know, kind of stick with the lore, be polite to the fairy creatures and ask permission and, and tread lightly, you know, in the realm of dreams and these sorts of things. And um, I mean, I don't, I'm stumped by a door in a kitchen, but suffice <laughs> to say, I think, I think there's a, you know, there's a thing we're going to figure the thing out and we're going to walk through the door. And I, and it's not just like, and much as I love it, you know, Arden like where we're picking locks and cracking open doors with crowbars and it's, you know, treasure acquisition and, and you know advance by the numbers and watch your six this is like this is i'm making my brain hurt but we're thinking we're going to use our brains in different ways yeah yes what what i will say in slight not contradiction but i but i want to i want to uh uh stick on the word lore and what you were describing okay which is which isn't to say that there isn't a lot of like great storytelling going on and world building going on obviously there is but I think something that's going on that's very interesting, even within the character creation process, right? Look at the kind of beliefs that you rolled. How many of them were in short about, that's like very Rashomon, like having a belief that is contrary to or suspicious of the lore, the world state, right? The Mm -hmm. author of the space. Now, whether or not that suspicion is correct or not, what's happening immediately, right? Uh, which ties into the folkloric aspect of this, right, is uh, uh, a suggestion of immutability, right, a flexibility, which is very consistent with how you might play a game uh, as well, within that space, right? It is saying, yes, this is what I'm presenting to you, but. And the but carries everything. This is my bias, but I think the but carries everything, right? Um, the butt can carry quite a bit. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but, but I, mean, I really do. I do, and I and I and perhaps I'm projecting a lot here. But I but I, I really think that's significant here because it's it's very compelling. Yeah. It's very compelling, especially in a lot of modern games and another and and, and another sort of like uh, systems of writing to to see everything as dogma and like to play to it and to bring it back to the randomization thing. What we're doing is disabusing ourselves of that. Like even if. Again, this is an opinion, not a fact, but even if we roll these characteristics, it's within our capability to ignore some of them. Like, In other words, like you're not beholden no, no, to no. engage with every single one of them. But what it is, is it's like, here's a toolkit. What do you like? Yeah. You know? And I yeah. think that's really awesome. I, I do want to say, when I said I, lore, I didn't mean the lore of Dolmenwood per se. I meant like our, uh, as Western, you know, 
uh, European type people, our understanding yeah. of like elves and fairies and with the fairy tales we, you know, and I think we've talked about this before, Absolutely. but like, um, you know, you ask permission of the fairies before you enter or you don't eat the food, you know, so I felt a little weird about drinking that cooking wine might have been a bad idea, but we'd already gotten the sense that this is dream food and it's not going to affect us. We're not really in fairy et cetera, et cetera. I'm, I'm not, I wasn't, when I said Laura, I wasn't talking about like, say, you know, the cold prince or the witch, yeah. the witches or something like that. But, but yeah, it is mutable for sure. And we can. Oh, I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. One, one of the other things I just wanted to mention was like, um, I really like having gone through and I'll be real honest. I got the uh, player's guide um, through the Kickstarter like weeks ago and only started looking at it like in the last week. Um, the kindred and the and the classes I think are just super cool and super not to type, and um, like I really wanted to play a Bregel. Like <laughs> I was like, but, but I also wanted to play a human because I want to be the one normal dude in like a group of like a traveling circus of like weirdos. But I just <laughs> like like the, the the races are all yeah you're a weirdo, but the races are like just really well done. Kindred are are really well done, and um, I love that like some of the coolest classes out there are like not the fighter cleric magic user, you know, like the traditional four there's like plays on all of these guys um, that I'm kind of interested to see how they're going to turn out too. For sure. Yep. Yep. I'm very excited about magic Uh, using the glamor to create treats. Uh, It didn't quite work out the way I wanted, but it was still cool to flourish my hands and make tuna appear for cats how useful is that? That's awesome. I wish my cats would love that. And uh, and the the pre rolled spell books was that you know that's a that's a keeper of an idea, John. That is a thing that any campaign could adopt. Like for example, you know, in my homebrew, I've got a couple of different colleges of magic. I could roll up different spell books that you could start with based on mm-hmm. your college of magic, and and that would be a flavor thing. They would just make character creation ten times easier and and add flavor. So I love that concept. That's brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's a cool thing. I'm sure that a lot of third party once a third party Dolmenwood license rolls out, that there's I'm sure we're going to see a supplement that's just someone creating like right. a, you know a document just full of spell books. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I do. Th- I did notice that, um, and I assume this is by design. A lot of uh, because of the randomization, like there were. 20 glamours not 22 or 24 glamours or 20 glamours uh so you Mm -hmm. could roll it randomly and there was a lot of things that was easy to roll randomly and i uh i don't know what the concept's going to be on say well we want to add new spells at some point like or new glamours that screws up your random rolling (laughs) i don't know if you have thoughts about that but uh uh, it, it looks very intentional, at least for this. This it sure book. seems like it. I, w- I would assume it is. Yeah, it's also not done. Let's <laughs> let's like just remember that it's not done. I mean, Gavin might have like fifteen more spells that he's going to add or like whatever. But I, I think that even if that's the case, you probably make your own charts for that stuff. It wouldn't be that onerous to do. Yeah. yeah.